I welcome you to Central Moments again today. We are walking through the second last book of the Old Testament. It's the book of Zechariah. And um, we are coming to the second of the eight night visions that Zechariah has. And especially, especially it grabs our attention if you're just feeling overwhelmed by politics, by what's happening in the world scene. I know sometimes I watch the news and just you feel helpless, you feel just overwhelmed. But here in Zechariah's second night vision, we're going to see a God who's sovereign over the nations. It begins this way, verse 18 of chapter 1. Then I looked up, and there before me were four horns, horns, like animal horns. And I asked the angel who was speaking to me, what are these? And he answered me, these are the horns that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. And so we, we know from books like Daniel and from, the, and from the book of Revelation that horns are symbolic of both power and those who wield power. Sometimes horns represent, therefore, kings, or at least they represent the strength of national movements. And uh, it's, it's part of this symbolism of apocalyptic literature. And, 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 and the angel says to Zechariah, these are the nations that God has used to bring judgment on his people. And they scattered Ju Judah. Israel and Jerusalem. Zechariah is now prophesying at a time where they're being brought back to Jerusalem and rebuilding the temple. And uh, in Daniel, the four horns represented the Babylonian Empire, who were the ones who had destroyed the first temple in Jerusalem, and then the Persian Empire, the, the Greek Empire, and then the Roman Empire during the time that Jesus stepped into the world. But despair is not going to be the last word. Verse 20, then the Lord showed me not four horns, but four craftsmen. And I asked, what are these coming to do? And he, the angel, answered, first of all referring to the ten horns, the four horns. These are the horns that scattered Jerusalem on one hand so that no one could raise their head. But the craftsmen have come to terrify them, those nations that terrified my people, and throw down these horns of the nations who lifted up their horns against the land of Judah to scatter its people. So God raises up four craftsmen. It's a, it's a unique, it, it kind of reminds us of God as the potter shaping the vessel and the craftsmen that are going to reshape God's purpose and give us hope. Um, there, you know, when we do feel overwhelmed, there's a God whose hand is still sovereignly involved among the nations. He's sovereignly involved in our lives. And so when he describes these four craftsmen, it becomes a prophetic picture of ultimately the triumph that Jesus is going to bring to his world, to this world. And now, now, Revelation is partly built on a material in the book of Zechariah. And Revelation, of course, describes the second coming of Christ. And in chapter 9 of Revelation, we encounter for the first time in the Bible the word hallelujah. And it's used four different times. And the fourth time we hear the word hallelujah shouted in uh, Revelation 19 is in verse 6. Revelation 19.6, John said, Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and loud peals of thunder, shouting, hallelujah. And then we get the why behind the what. Hallelujah. Why, why are we saying hallelujah? Because the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. God's showing Zechariah, yeah, there's these horns of nations and we can feel so victimized and out of control. 
but God is working in history to craft something that will bring his dominion over the nations. And someday in the heavenlies, we'll be, we will sing together, hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Not China will someday reign. Not Russia will someday reign. Not the United States will someday reign. But the Lord our God, the Almighty. It transcends politics. It transcends our fear. It transcends human affairs. There is no reason when we feel overwhelmed by what's going on in our world that we need to feel despair. Instead, we just say, Hallelujah. The Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. And Jesus is coming back to finish what he has started. Father, thank you. We say hallelujah. You reign. My God, you reign over the affairs of our lives this day. Lord, the things we can't control, you can control. You are sovereign. You are free to do all that you intend to do. And you keep your word. And so we say hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Thank you.